What's up, everybody? I am Viafra. And I am Stanley. Welcome to our podcast, Shapes of Love. This is the show for anyone who has loved, is in love, will love, or been loved. So yeah, I think that's everyone. I think you're right. So on our show, we're going to talk about everything love, y'all. So have you ever wanted to have conversations about the different types of love? When's the best time to love? Or even how to heal a broken heart? Well, that's exactly the kind of topics we're going to do on our show. So get ready for some tea, y'all, on this week's episode of... Shapes of Shapes Love. Of love. love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the timing. You got to love the Zoom timing. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome, listeners. Today we are talking about friendship and platonic intimacy. Mm, let that sink in. Friendship and platonic, platonic excuse me, intimacy. We have two, two lovely guests here today with us. We're going to have them introduce themselves and tell us their names, uh, where they're from, maybe what they're doing now as much as they want to share. Um, so the guests get to know who they're listening to. So let's start with uh, Summer. Okay. Hey, y'all. My name is Summer. Um, I'm from down here in Texas, outside of Houston. Yes, sir. Uh, she, her pronouns. <laughs> Gotta be honest, don't remember what else I was supposed to share. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing now? I'm sorry. <laughs> what you doing now, Summer? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, I'm a graduate student uh, at Dallas Theological Seminary. Mm. Uh, going into my second year of my program. Yay! Mm, mm, so yay. that is what I do. School. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And next up, Moit, go right on. Hi everyone, my name is Mawit, short for Maria Mawit, and I go by she, her, hers pronouns. I'm from Boston or also Randolph, Mass, and I'm currently interning at Apple for like an engineering project management position. Mm, mm, mm. Go ahead, go ahead. So as y'all know, we don't disappoint. <laughs> our guests are always on on point <laughs> on our podcast. But welcome, Summer, and welcome, Mui. And like we said, today we talk about friendship and platonic intimacy. Stanley, yeah. where do you want to start, Stanley? How are we diving into this? What's our entry point today? Um. Okay, so... For me, I like to start off by like kind of setting the foundation, setting like the ground rules of what we're talking about. So I love to like kind of define what we're talking about. So maybe we think about like what does friendship like look and mean mm. to y'all? Because mm. I feel like it's something we use all the time. Like we say, that's my friend, that's my best friend. But what does it actually like mean? And are there mm. boundaries? And what's on yeah. your part? And just real quick, y'all, um, this for this um, live, we have a couple of resources that we used that the guests were able to look at. And uh, we read prior that will be in the little uh, chat box or whatever. You know, you'll see the links <laughs> below. Check out some of the things we use as the, as the preface point. But yeah, as Stanley said, what is friendship? What does friendship mean? Like what, what you know, what defines friendship to y'all? We're used to we're used to people uh, taking time to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, Stanley, Stanley, we get this every week. You know, Stanley and I ask very great questions. You know, it's just part of the nature of the job. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a very important question. Um, 
I guess like I would say it's like a relationship where you have like a mutual like care for one another um and it's hard to define just because like there's so many different ways like there are so many different types of friendships and like different layers and like there's also like different types of like adult friendships versus like when you grew up so like Mm. I think on a basic level like friendship is just like someone who cares for you and looks out for you and it's like you reciprocate that Mm. Mm. okay okay yeah I liked two of the words that um Mawit used which mutual and um reciprocate so I feel like in friendship like I wouldn't count you a friend if you didn't count me a friend you know Mm. and so I think (laughs) that there is a sense where um there's a give and take there is uh, back and forth in the relationship it's re- your affection at the very minimum uh, is reciprocated <laughs> to some level <laughs> um, and I feel like levels is a whole different thing right where you're talking about normal friends best friends you know that's that's different but if you're just talking about a blanket friend like that mutual affection has to be there some mm-hmm. kind of obligation uh, whether it's an emotional one or I tell you happy birthday every year like there has to be some measurement of connection there I think for you to count somebody a friend not just a a next door neighbor not just a stranger you know Mm. I like that I like that so we got some we got some good points to start off we got um the mutual um reciprocation it sounds like common theme in terms of necessary in a friendship type of relationship and I think what's coming to mind actually is that friendship unlike some of the things we talk about, you know, is very much the defining characteristic of a type of relationship. Whereas, you know, obviously podcast shapes on love, you know, shapes on love, we're always talking about love. So, and those are sort of different in the sense that, you know, we're talking about a relationship and in that relationship, there are certain expectations <laughs> that need to be met. You know, there's a certain type of uh, appreciation, uh, not even necessarily appreciation, but um, there's certain, there's a, I think it's, it's definitely different with each person and like we said, the different types of friendships, but there's an agreed sort of way of engaging with this person, you know, and you guys have certain expectations for each other, more or less depending, um, but there's a mutuality to it. Uh, Stanley, Stanley got his thinking face on you. I said something. I said something. Go ahead, Stanley. <laughs> yes, that's correct. I am I'm listening to both of y'all and I, I like the mutual agreedness, like agreeing part. Um, I'm interested in what y'all, like, what are y'all opinions on this, like, expectation? Like, I, 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 do y'all both agree on, like, that you have an expectation for your friends, or that's where I'm just, like, oh, I can't fully come on board, because I don't know if I, I don't know, I want to hear y'all's thoughts on that, just because, I don't know, that's just me. Mm. I can go first. I can go first. <laughs> uh, in terms, of, I feel like um, I can, I feel like I can understand the hesitation on the word expectation, you know, but I think, yeah, there are actually many expectations. Um, and I think they vary depending on, again, um, which friendships may be into, um, you know, which people, because I think everyone serves different roles and have different purposes. Um that's my opinion, but I would say I, you know, let's say at the very least, 
I expect a friend to respect me, <laughs> you know, to hear me out, <laughs> to give me space to be myself, you know, and that's, you know, I would do the same to that person. I expect a friend to, you know, take, um, take my, hmm, how do I even phrase this? Yeah, sort of just accept my truth, you know, for who I am, you know, accept me as I am, you know, in, in that imperfect version um, and not judge me and not um, um, create a space that, you know, makes me feel like I have to be a certain way to be accepted by, you You know, to, to be in your company. You know, I feel like those are some of just very basic um, aspects of, I, I would think like all my friendships probably, you know, like you know, if I don't respect, you know, if you don't respect me, <laughs> then <laughs> we haven't even got started, you know, we haven't even started talking about, you know, any of the other necessary parts of friendship, you know, so I would just go off of that to start with. Yeah, and I was kind of thinking, like, if you, if it's a relationship where you can be disappointed in somebody or someone can disappoint you, then already you have expectations for them, whether or not you like consciously have voiced those or not. Um, so I think that's why I went with expectation because I feel like um, there have been plenty of times where my friends have disappointed me. You know, it just, it's the, it's the nature of the game. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, but but uh, it's, it's just, it, we're all human, you know, we all make mistakes and if I don't, if I didn't know I had those expectations for you, how would you know that like that's supposed to be met? So I feel like all kinds of stuff happens there, but I think also in friendship, there's like that aspect of like holding each other accountable. Um, where I think ideally there should be a comfortability um, to be able to say like that hurt me or um, I didn't feel like you listened to me in that moment or, or it, you know, to communicate in some way a disappointment. Whereas if we're not friends, I'm not really holding you to that same standard. Um, and so if you're rude to me, if you cut me off, if you say something crazy, I'm not, uh, I might be pressed. But um, the way I handle that isn't going to be in a let's continue this relationship type of type of nice way. You know, it's going to be like, I don't need this unless I'm getting paid. But that's almost, but so, you know, so I think uh, that expectation just looks different with friends. Mm. I agree. I think that's the part that's like hard. I like struggled with this a lot in terms of like, do I have like too high of expectations? Like, am I not having enough expectations? Like all these things, like it's hard to figure out like what your expectations look like. But like from, for me, like from a few falling points, outs and stuff and like just like different like friends that I've like experienced I would say um transparency and like vulnerability are like pillars for me because mm. um if I'm being transparent with you and I'm being like vulnerable like I kind of have that expectation back and like everyone can't always like meet you where you're at too which is also totally fine but like yeah I noticed like that's a requirement in a way for me and like like you said like not everyone will always like show up but as long as you like communicate that with them and like you kind of like notice like what works for your like relationship that's like very key and respect of course like like y'all said definitely mm, agree with mm, that mm. Fun. I feel like Summer I feel like your point um on the fact that you know if 
if they can disappoint you, you know, you already have those expectations, whether you're conscious or not, sort of leads into something that was um, one of the main points on one of the, the documents for the day, one of the articles for the day, um, which was the idea or the necess the necessary, wow. English. <laughs> oh, word, words are hard, honestly. You know, sometimes they really they catch you, they catch you slipping sometimes, Stanley. You know, they just catch you lacking and just right, like just... when you least expect it, like kapat. Okay. <laughs> but uh <laughs> I feel like um one thing, yeah, one thing the article mentions that is um essentially the core aspect of friendship in um in the David White's opinion, which is a philosopher that that wrote the piece was the need for mutual forgiveness in any friendship. Because the idea is, you know, obviously nobody is perfect and therefore you are going to be disappointed. Um, someone, you know, friend will do something wrong at some point in time. And the, the way for that friendship and relationship to survive is if both parties are willing to forgive each other when those moments come up, you know, what we decide are, um, you know, how much leeway we give, you know, what things we decide are intolerable, you know, what things we decide are forgivable, you know, what offenses we decide, you know, okay, you have another chance, you know, I'm gonna speak my opinion, you hurt me in this way. Um, you know, and now I expect you to do better now that you know, that kind of thing, or, you know, what happened, you know, or the other side is friend does something and you decide, actually, no, that's it. <laughs> no more. <laughs> this is done. <laughs> you know? The, what did you guys? What did, what was your opinions reading the piece on his take on the necessity? There we go. That was that word. You feel the necessity, <laughs> not even a big word, <laughs> but the necessity of mutual forgiveness and its its um existence in friendships. <sighs> Sorry, um, I have a thought. Mm -hmm. um so yes we love forgiveness it's a great <laughs> thing honestly every relationship should have it tenet of love huh i said it's a tenet of love you know it's just we, we love we do love forgiveness yes it is a shape okay. <laughs> anyways um oh my so gosh <laughs> my thing with mutual <laughs> forgiveness is um Yes, I agree that there should be continuous mutual forgiveness, but my cynical self is wondering how many times y'all gonna be forgiving each other until it's just like, it's a wrap, like this is too much. I don't know, just because I'm thinking of <laughs> friendships where, and relationships where I was just like, I, you know, kept overlooking things and I guess forgiving things mm. for the sake of the relationship mm. and, I don't know, like, I have a good, like, maybe two strikes rule, maybe three on a good day. I don't know what y'all's um, uh, philosophy are, is on forgiveness and mutual forgiveness, but yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. My, my guy said a two, a three strike rule, a lot, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I like, I mean, I like having a number. It's hard because it's like, it depends on the situation. Like, forgiveness is important, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to lie and be like, oh, I forgive easily. Because, like, I think mm -hmm. for me, mm -hmm. it's like, I feel like I'm a patient person and, like, I will be, like, walking. Like, I don't know. Like, I'll be patient and, like, 
be okay like okay something happens sub sub okay that's fine and then it happens again okay that's fine and then it happens again okay it's fine but it's like now you're tired <laughs> like, I'm just tired at this point and I and it's probably vice versa too like maybe like at that point it's like do you forgive or are you are you guys just like not a good fit or did you like outgrow one another because also like I don't know like I'm tw- I'm about to be 25 in May and it's like I feel like your early 20s like you change so much and everyone's in so many different seasons of their life so like it's like do you continue forgiving do you just give up on this do you just give it space and like maybe we'll reconnect later like there's just a lot of different very variables or like things going on if that makes sense I I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, go ahead, Summer. Go ahead. I wasn't sure. I was sure if you wanted to speak or if you wanted to. I'm sorry. I'm like arguing with myself. I'm like, I should be it's a lot. <laughs> That's real. That is real. It's that is lot. real, Summer. Go ahead. Let us in on the argument. What's going on? What you got a little? So I feel like okay. So with friends, just I don't think I had any like real friends till college. I, mm. not even real. I didn't have any friends till college. Mm. And <laughs> I think that just growing up, I always went with the baseline. Like my siblings are always going to be my number one friends. No matter what, I'm going to make that happen. Like they're going to be my best friends. Mm-hmm. And so in turn, when I start to make friendships with other people, um, something that's huge for me is that respect piece that Biafra was talking about earlier. And I think at a certain point, if I have forgiven you, quote unquote, for something um, more than once, (laughs) and you continue to do that, I have to decide is, are you, do you not respect me enough to change? You know, Mm. Um, do you not respect me enough to to reevaluate your own actions and decide, because I'm deciding that this relationship is worth us figuring this out and moving forward. And I'm willing to overlook this. Um, But if you refuse to see that like this is hurting me or disturbing me or bothering me in some way um, or straining our relationship in some way, then I have to rethink like why I wanna be friends with you and why I want to deepen this relationship if um, you can't do the quote unquote minimum. Uh, And so I think just coming from that angle of like I don't I don't need to have a lot of friends I'm okay a lot of my energy um and so I think just coming from yeah so I hear you on the on the two three strikes rule I'm also kind of a less like I'm a more feel it out kind of person like <laughs> and not saying I do this all the time but there are times where people text to be kind of crazy and I'm like so see we don't need and so I do what I need to do to remove myself from that situation. Um, I feel that. So I, I don't know. I feel like I can afford to be a little bit petty. Like, obviously, if you're still in my life, I love you. Like, you're a sister. Um, I'll do what I need to do. But um, especially in those early stages, I'm like, I feel like I can afford to be petty. I can afford to be picky um, because I'm coming from a place. I'm not coming from a place of need. Um, this is this is an add-on to my life. And mm. uh, add-ons cost extra money. So mm. if mm. you're going to take that energy from me, then um, that's all. <laughs> mm. Ooh, 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 something I'm playing, y'all. Something I'm playing. <laughs> okay, I think, I think I brought up a lot of good points. I think I brought up a lot of good points. And... <laughs> 
as um as you guys are talking, I definitely feel like um I'm I'm I might be in a corner on this one. We're gonna see how you guys receive this <laughs> based on what y'all say. But um I think I think what we're speaking on is something that literally everyone struggles with at some point in their life. You know, like this is very um navigating life you know this it's hard it's hard and i but some i think you brought up a great and powerful truth in that you know you're not coming from a place of need i think as social creatures you know we're designed you know we don't want to be lonely to some you know even you know as introverted as you may be there's some days where you want some physical and not necessarily even physical just interaction with people you know like we're wired to be we're wired as social creatures and so sometimes we do have friends out of need, out of the desperation, out of the fear of being lonely, the fear, you know, you know, we, we rather spend time to people we know we don't really like, or we know aren't good for us. Or we, you know, we feel like who may even disrespect us or may not even have some of those basic tenets just so that we are not alone. I think probably, honestly, I think the pandemic probably might have shifted a lot of that, really exposed, (laughs) illuminated a lot of things for a lot of people, because, you know, many of us were forced to be with ourselves, but to go from there, I saw, I think I'm disagreeing, okay, I, um, part of, I want to disagree with the, the idea of, like, a numbers type of thing, that, that definitely, I was like, eh, and I, and to the point where, not to say that, like, I think, the caveat or the silver lining, if you will, is um, and sort of, sort of, summary, summary, sort of brought it up again. It's like, you know, are you forgiving this person for the same offense? You know, did I tell you I don't like when you call me X and you've called me X five times after that? You know, did I tell you I don't like when you, you know, you don't value my time and you show up hour and a half late? Well, I don't even, I can't believe I just used that. <laughs> <laughs> everything <laughs> but you know like for instance if someone like made that a thing and you you know maybe you constantly not showing respect towards them by appreciating that but I think there should be room for all different types of mistakes and offenses if you will and I think it's a cost way benefit again like sort of some something you know like obviously the people you're closer with you're going to be more willing to put in energy to make it work you know maybe people you're less closer with it's like hey I've already been trying to tell you but like I would say even for those ones though like I think that's when the forgiveness sometimes is more needed like it could be a great relationship and maybe this person didn't realize that this was upsetting to you you know and I think that's the important part a lot I feel like a lot of us expect changes to be made without anything being said and that we can't have that we just can't have it, you know people are like oh you know you feel some type of way but you don't say anything I can't read minds <laughs> I can't read a mind you know so I feel like all of those play into how that forgiveness looks like how long you know, I'm willing to give forgiveness to somebody. It's like, you know, can I see the genuine effort to try to do better? Even if they maybe make the same mistake twice. I can, you know, am I seeing that effort? You know, am I seeing them try? So I think all of those players are like different elements and factors in that forgive, which is why I can't say three times, you know, because if, if, you know, if it's three different types of things over a span of five years, like, so all right, you reach your quota, that's it. <laughs> You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what do y'all think about that? Because I feel like y'all, I'm coming from... Let me clarify, because y'all coming for this three strikes rule, like it's my <laughs> motto, my philosophy, and I don't need the listeners to come at me in my DMs. That's not what we, that's not what we do. Let me 
clarify for the people. So no, when I said three strikes, I meant I think and this and I was thinking about it as you were speaking, yeah, for like for me, the street strikes is really coming from like bigger offenses in terms of like and I'm I'm also debating with myself as I'm speaking, but like if I have had to come to the point where there's conflict and I feel like there now needs to be forgiveness three times or maybe not three specifically, but like many times and I'm having to put in extra work to rectify it, I'm concerned because I've been reflecting on like my friendships and I'm thinking about like the reasons we're doing so well is because it's so easy. You know, they get me, I get them. There's no points where I have to like, you know, for like, I, it's weird to say like I forgive my friends because it's just like I understand that they're imperfect so it's like I don't really have to like necessarily even go through that process of forgiveness because it's just like if home, if I have a homegirl that she is late all the time and she may not she may be listening to this too she's late <laughs> every time I show you I show you sorry right and I don't have to forgive her because I I understand that's who she is and I love her regardless um but I'm thinking about the friendships where I have to like go and like set an appointment and be like, yo, so what you did hurt me. And if I have to do that, like kind of process multiple times, the, the, I don't know what, what, what is making me want to be in that friendship after that. I don't know. That's my tea. I don't know if y'all have thoughts or mm. I don't know. Um, um, <laughs> I'm like digesting what you're saying and I'm like teetering on the line. I'm like, okay, you know, like what you're saying or what you're implying and all of that that's all you have to say (laughs) i just because i think one thing i would i say that my body was like hmm hmm (laughs) but i'm trying to decide i'm trying to decide if that hmm was correct was like you know sort of you mentioned the work you know like you said that you know you mentioned that french oh um, a lot of friendships are easy you know some of them are easy so if you have to put in the work to sort of resolve conflicts then that's your sign and I'm not sure if I agree with that being like a a, um, a problematic like a, an essential problematic part of a friendship you know or a relationship because I think it is a misnomer and that's why I'm sort of, I'm sort of thinking as I'm talking because I'm like all right, you know, it's different for different types of relationships, definitely. But I, I, I'm, I'm shying away. I'm shying away. I'm not, I don't have a, I'm not going to come too strong, but I'm just saying I'm shying away from the idea <laughs> that, you know, one friendship should just like have to be easy or like, I feel like they don't start off like that, you know, and actually, ooh, 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 ooh. Actually, great point came up. Eh, they would, they wouldn't mind. I have two, two of my best friends. Two of my best friends. Um, they actually went through a lot of conflict early on, you know. And it wasn't not like over the top, but just like a lot of just, you know, budding heads and sort because it's communication, you know. In the beginning stages, you know, people coming from different life experiences and all of that, and you know. And, and your communication skills don't start off at 100. You feel me? You're growing, especially as you're going through life, you know, you learn to communicate your feelings, your thoughts, and all of that better and better as you also get to know yourself and what you want and what's okay with you and all of that. But, you know, these two friends, like, they 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 liked each other, but they was butting heads all the time, you know, in the beginning. And it took a lot of those constructive conversations 
for them to get to where they are now. And now they're best of friends and it is smooth and it is seamless and it is easy, you know, but it didn't start off like that. So um, that's what I think I'm shying away from that just because, you know, like, cause especially if you have two people coming from very two different parts of life, very two different backgrounds and experiences, cultural differences, whatever it may be, there might be more need for that to get to a place where you guys are smooth and easy. And those can be some of your most fruitful relationships, you know, because part of that work and you see that effort on both sides creates a type of intimacy that, um, that is, is truly rich and deep. Yeah. You got me going, Stanley. You got me going. <laughs> well, yeah. What do y'all think, Summer and Howie? Like, do you, what's your stance on like work and friendships? Um, so I agree, like, <laughs> this is hard, but I understand like what you're saying in terms of like some friendships are like easy because I think like, I don't know, there's some like your communication styles might align or maybe like your schedules are like pretty aligned. I don't know, like, I get, I don't know. I guess I feel stuck with like, I do know that like friendships and like just relationships in general are work. Like you have to show up for your people when they really need you. There are like, you obviously have to like communicate. You have to like connect with them here and there. And it's like, I feel like people sometimes will realize like, oh, like maybe I'm not being a good friend right now, but like recognizing that and communicating that and like being able to like, kind of like, I don't want to say repair, but like come back from like not really being a good friend or like not showing up often and like not being supportive, like when your friend needs you is where it causes issues, I think, from like my experiences. Um, I think it's dangerous to say like, you it's not work because it is like it is it is work like you're putting time and energy in you're um listening in on your friends like you're creating space for them and like you're sharing things with them and stuff so I would say like they definitely it definitely is work but I think it gets hard when it's like the work is like taxing and mm-hmm. it's like not I actually so I was reading this book and it's about like showing up for your friends and it says like there are three things there's like these three um foundations of like friendship and it's like positivity vulnerability and consistency so like you the most powerful friendships or not the most powerful but like the most healthy friendships have like those three aspects and Mm -hmm. like and then there are some obviously like we're not perfect there are sometimes like you may not be consistent but you're still very like vulnerable and positive or you may not be that vulnerable but you're still positive and like very consistent so like there are different shapes of friendships too so um I think like it takes work though to like get to that level of like I don't know like investing in your friends and like being Mm. intentional if Mm. that makes sense Mm. Mm. I hear quoting books, The Art of Showing Up, y'all. Go check it out. Yes, The Art of Showing Up. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, I kind of thinking just about what Malit said and then what Stanley said. I feel like y'all brought up like two different kinds of work. There's like, you know, there's the good work that's reasonable. Mm. That's Mm. like, (laughs) we all go through that in relationship generally, um, Mm -hmm. but more so in friendships uh, and maybe to a greater intensity. Um, 
but then there's right like you said the taxing work the we had to have multiple sit downs to 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 discuss and have an intervention on the way that you're handling yourself in this friendship and the way that you're showing you know so I feel like I hear Stanley with the whole like there's a certain kind of work where it's like if I have to do this one too many times then uh we may have this may be an indicator for deeper issues um that maybe can only be resolved by this friendship ending um whereas the work of showing up the work of consistency the work of um being vulnerable I think that that is a running that's a running start like you have to get into that um and grow into that and I feel like that's that might be a make or break for like how deep your friendship is you could have a less deep friendship where, you know, I just don't have to do that kind of work with you. You know, I don't have to um, stretch myself over much on consistency because we're showing up and being positive because like you're my hype friend. You know what I mean? Like you can have friendships like that, that lean on that side versus maybe deeper friendships that are talking about like your struggles and, and your disappointments. And, you know, so I do think it's a problem if you, not a problem, I'm not gonna like, I mean, I'm not gonna say fight your friends. Don't do that. But like, <laughs> if you look over the history of your friendship and there has never been a fight, there has never been a disagreement, there have never been harsh, not harsh words, there have never been like tougher words, um, then I don't know, that's, that's different. I don't know, I, that's different. So I'd say like a little question on the nature of the friendship that you're holding and maybe that's just the kind of thing you do and so by all means um but I do think in friendships there's like an invitation to challenge yourself um to be more involved than you typically are and so that does cause conflict that does cause difficulties and miscommunication um because you're trying to hear each other's heart most mm -hmm. times so mm -hmm. shoot well oh we're going to be standing. I think it's going to be one of the ones we had to run this back and uh, <laughs> listen to the knowledge <laughs> being dropped <laughs> for our own sake, for our own sake. Um, I think that point also leads us into the next part of our conversation, the um, in terms of platonic intimacy, right? And some people might hear that, honestly, and <laughs> like Stanley, <laughs> might hear platonic intimacy and be like, those words shouldn't even be together. How oh, yeah. Work. <laughs> I was about to say, how are you at me? You having some, I was Stanley, I know I'm very familiar with your line uh -huh. of thinking, your ideology, your intellectual uh -huh. opinions. Tell me on, more. On things on love. And, you know, I, you know, we've been in the podcast, we've been talking to each other about these kind of things for over a year a now. Year. Yeah, almost almost a year. Not quite a year. Wait, wait. It's it's March. Wow, it's, it's April. April. Wait, that's crazy. I would just this is <laughs> I think it's been a year this weekend. Wow, that's crazy. Okay. Happy birthday to us. One year. Happy birthday to us. Look One at year that. anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> but um I was gonna say that like I know I feel like I'm very familiar and comfortable and we have a lot of intellectual dialogue about these things. It's nature of being a podcast, which is a type of intellectual intimacy you know and it's uh <laughs> and intimacy <laughs> we can we can get to it slowly we just so. throw an intimacy everywhere <laughs> your sandwich could be intimate all the time. i'm thinking that wall behind someone looks intimate too hey. <laughs> like, uh, all right so, so <laughs> really but if we're looking at um if 
I guess you could start off with you know definition of intimacy or defining intimacy, maybe platonic. Um, but one of the definition that the article provides that we are putting um, below is defining intimacy as a closeness, you know, as a familiarity, you know. Um, and so obviously this closeness doesn't have to be only romantic, which I think is how we maybe programmed or how many of us just think of what we think of first. You know, we think we hear intimacy, we think we're romance, we think uh, sexual partners, you know, we think we think of that. And I think uh, I think that's I can think we could throw Stanley into that box. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what y'all say? I was thinking, but yeah, I'll continue. <laughs> but I sort of want to engage with you guys, you know, and we can sort of be the first question is let like, you know, how do you define intimacy? What do you think intimacy is? Um, yeah, and let's let's just start with that. You know, what is intimacy to you guys? Like, what is the? How would you guys characterize it? So I feel like <laughs> I. I like the idea of closeness and togetherness, and this may be my English major slash mm, mm, religion. Go ahead, go ahead. World coming out, <laughs> but uh, that term intimacy, I think, uh, just using it using it as it's defined with with closeness and just talking about a togetherness and like a community aspect that is different from um, your regular regular, you know. Uh, relate relationship or whether it's like you know with your boss or whatever like th that's not that's not <laughs> what we're talking about you know um, versus like your siblings your parents your romantic partner you know your friends um, and so I don't think I don't think I have a problem with like intimacy in that camp because and I mean like obviously like you got to be careful <laughs> you got to <laughs> define that joint um, because it is popularly like that's for couples you know like that's for that's for romance and so I think you just have to be cognizant when you're thinking but I don't I don't think I think I'm in the camp but like sure let's use it platonic intimacy you feel like can be a thing mm -hmm. yeah okay 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 Moe, what's your take yeah I agree with Summer I think I like or even with y'all like I think when I initially like thought of the word intimacy like I would only think of like romance mm. or like you know, like sexual partners, all that stuff. But as time has gone on and like I've even like experienced a lot of like like community or like friends and stuff, like you, there's a level of, for me, like intimacy is like connection and like it's like mm -hmm. a deep connection. I, I'm not just connection, but I would say like it's like a deeper connection and it's like an, un, a shared understanding. So like, um, yeah, I would say like intimacy can be built through like even just like, similar like passions activities mm, mm, mm. um they call that experiential intimacy yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole like probably there's a whole like psychological like article with like research and all that stuff but like yeah there I think as a society like we don't really like talk about those other forms mm, 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 so mm, like mm. I definitely, if you were to ask me like two or three years ago, I would probably just be like, oh yeah, like, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> like, what? What are you talking about? But yeah. Yeah. See, I, I like, I like your points. I like your points. Uh, I'm yeah, not biased. Like, hold up, <laughs> Y'all, 
You only like their point because they agree with you. That lets the no, 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 let me finish. No, let's let hear, finish. let's hear let out finish, Stanley. Let's hear him out. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Stanley. What's your take? What's your, what's your smile? <laughs> y'all, y'all are cute. I love it. <laughs> but it's okay. I just, so I, I, I think I'm okay with the definition of intimacy or intimate being closeness and vulnerability. Sure. Yes. <laughs> But and I and I I'm struggling here, y'all. So bear with me. But um, there is something that I don't know. When you say I don't know. When you say platonic intimacy, or you say like I'm into it with my friend, something just rings the wrong way with me. <laughs> I can understand <laughs> you saying that I'm close with my friend and I'm vulnerable um, with my friend, and maybe it's semantics and maybe it's. I was the about title. to say. I think. Go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. I don't want to cut you off. I don't know. I just and then my next and I'll I'll I'll, I'll pose a question and you can answer it or we can just move on. But I'm wondering. So what does friendship look without intimacy? Because I'm wondering if if that is something like respect, where it's like if you don't have it, it doesn't even make sense. Because mm. I'm one. Because I just I just I don't know. And yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not, no. I hear you. I, I, I'm picking up where I'm picking up what you put down, Stanley. Picking up what you put down, and I think to even get to your question, like one thing we have to explore, sort of discuss briefly at least, is the different. If we're looking at, if we're sort of agreeing that intimacy is a closeness, you know, it's a familiarity. I'm not even sure if I would say vulnerability. I'm not sure if that has to be part of that, like in some regard, but not necessarily, you know, but if we're sort of de- defining the main tenets as just a closeness, you know, familiarity, and, you know, which you can, s- that can come in a lot of different forms, a lot of different shapes, <laughs> uh, you know, it, is, it can exist in a lot of different ways, right? <laughs> and so, like, for instance, one of the, the article brings up uh, platonic intimacy, which is also part of, you know, this, this title, which is like friendship, where that friendship piece comes in, but also just, emotional intimacy you know an emotional closeness with somebody um um what are the other ones it brings up sexual intimacy is the one we're familiar with <laughs> you know the one like like you said and i think part of how you phrased it was language you know if someone says oh i'm intimate with my friend i feel like in the lang- english language that has other implications yeah i was like oh, what <laughs> that has like other, that? when you say it like that you know that's that's not how you would phrase that you feel me but um i would say yeah so if we're looking at the different forms of intimacy i think it's been um, some of the articles I was reading talks about intellectual intimacy, physical intimacy, emotional intimacy, and um, and experiential, which I think is sort of related to the physical as well, and sort of like another spiritual. And we don't even need to get into all of those and maybe what all those means, but just to put that out there is the idea that, you know, that closeness can come in all of those things, you know, and I think in our friendships, you can have one. You might have a friend that you know, you love having intellectual debates with, you know, and you guys share sort of intellectual intimacy. You have friends that, you know, you're mo- intimo- emotionally intimate with, you know, you're very emotionally close, you're comfortable sharing um, the, the woes of your heart, for instance. Then you have ex- experiential, like when you do things with people, you know, like the reason why you connect, you know, do things like this, have conversations, roller skate, uh, you know, maybe go to a party. I don't know, like, you know, maybe more even hands on mm-hmm. stuff. Like when you do things that sort of creates some type of intimacy as well. It's just like hand holding hugs with your friends, you know, outside of just the romantic, you know. Wait, like, Stanley, do you not hold your friend's hands? 
Stanley, Stanley, vehemently. <laughs> First of all, it's COVID. So it's a, <laughs> I don't want nobody's hands. <laughs> but I'm thinking, okay, so I, I, ooh, I just had two thoughts. Can mm. I, can I, oh, um, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Stan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really feel like I'm taking over this conversation. I'm gonna. I'm trying to stop, but I have a hot take. No, also that go I ahead, want. Go ahead. We want it. We involved. It's, it's, on, it's on the premise of um holding hands. <laughs> Do y'all think? <laughs> Bear with me. I feel like I have to ask oh boy. maybe Summer oh. and be after this question. So Mo, we you're gonna be my new person. <laughs> okay. Do you think I'm gonna phrase this? If I can phrase this correctly, that two people. Oh, of the opposite sex oh, oh god sexual can be friends without one of those two people having feelings for the other person that's my question i personally think it is extremely rare i don't think it's impossible because i don't think anything i don't think i don't think it's impossible but i think it's extremely <laughs> rare that two people of the opposite sex can like each other. I, I don't know. I'm feeling I'm doing too. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stop. <laughs> Roast the movie. Tear him up. <laughs> First of all, Moe, this is my podcast. Like, ooh, like, <laughs> 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 no, that's a good question. I would say, um, yes, I think they can. So it is rare because like, I feel like ahead like that having like two people of the opposite sex together is like it's always I feel like romanticized so it's like I don't think people like I don't know how to explain it but it's like basically like I feel like as a society like we always assume like I don't I, I personally don't have a lot of guy friends like because a lot of the times too what happens is like you said like they some people like will catch feelings or be like vice versa but I also think like from my experience I feel like sometimes like men have a hard time like viewing women as like human beings and like not just like sexual objects like I can actually like just you know be your friend and like it doesn't have to always be like that level of connection or like that type of connection so like that's where that's where my issue with like seeing it as like oh it's a guy and a girl they like must have like sexual feelings for one another is that's where my issue stems from because like I feel like it's like I'm more than that and if that makes sense does that make sense Mm. like Mm. in that in that like from that perspective so from my experiences like I've noticed like a lot of times like women will be sexualized so then like it's really hard for them to like carry out those like platonic friendships and it's very rare for me to find like like men that actually are like oh like you're like my friend like literally that's it and it's like and it may happen too like no one's perfect but it's common for that like interaction to happen and for women to be sexualized in from my experience I don't know if someone has anything else to say but (laughs) yeah uh, to you uh, <laughs> and I think that would um not uh I think that is a reason for the lack of close male friends in my circle I think um mm-hmm. just you know the ratios are real off and <laughs> and I think 
Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's one of the reasons, like there is a lot of social pressure. Um, there's a, a, the tendency to not see women as like, like, you don't have to get with me. It's okay. You know, I ain't used to yeah. like that. Um, and so communicating that um, is often a lot of work. And I think, yeah, that's the type of work that I don't want to do necessarily. Um, mm-hmm. So, and that, and that's not like, like you said, catching feelings happens. It, you know, listen, <laughs> we live. But like, I think um, it's the point where you draw that line, and then what happens after? Who? Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I got a lot. I got a lot to, lot, a lot to say in response to this. But I think I, you guys, I think you guys mentioned some great points, and I definitely agree on the sexualization of women being probably a strong inhibitor to a lot of um, platonic friendships between men and women. I think I agree. I can get behind that easily, right? Where I come to differ, (laughs) (laughs) I come to differ is that the idea that it is rare for a man and woman to have platonic relationships without any sexual interest present. I, I, I just, I like, overtly disagree like full body body. and I think not only in my personal experience but I just in just so many people that come to mind like I'm thinking I've thought about so many different relationships in the last you know couple minutes just thinking about it but like I don't think it's as rare as people think you know I feel like I think I think I think perception is a big issue here because I think also we are sort of trained to see men and women like you say that are close, that are intimate in any physical way, you know, and and, and intimate, I mean here, like, you know, maybe a guy friend and um, puts his, uh, you know, hugs his um, friend that is a woman or like, you know, maybe like, for instance, I hold hands with one of my best friends, you know, she's a woman, that kind of thing. So people see this closeness between male and female and automatically, like, like you said, the social pressure of like, oh, you guys, should be a thing or you guys are together or you know create those assumptions and put that on so i think perception might be playing a big role in how we also see a lot of people around us you know see a lot of relationships around us but i really don't think it's that rare for men and women to be platonically friends i I, you know a rare is not the word i would want to use like and i think that's what i agreed on the the sexualization part and i think it comes with you know I think you see, you know, obviously the men, men's um, maturity takes a lot, you know, takes longer than women. But I think, and I think you see as, as that maturity happens, <laughs> right? I know, I know. That is. Unfortunately, it's how brothers were designed. <laughs> but uh, we mature a lot slow, but I think especially as you get older, it definitely becomes so much more common to have these women friends. And it's, yeah, I'm, I, I don't want to get uh, going so much further on that, but I think Stanley has a, has a rebuke, a rebuttal. <laughs> I'm sorry, I want to take space. Does, does, do you, Summer or Maui, have anything to say before I go off? Because I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm just going to take a oh, snap of that. Oh, oh, co-host about to go at it. The co-host about to go at it. What you got for me, Stanley? No, I, I, I do want to give space, though. Does anyone else have anything to say? I think... Yeah, I guess it's rare from my, like, life experience. I guess I say it's rare because it's, like, from my life experiences or, like, from what I've experienced or, like, what I've seen. Like, 
it's not common for me to see a lot of like guy and girlfriends but like I know it's like possible I guess that's why I said it was rare just to clarify on my Mm. end Mm. but yeah that's what I just wanted to add but I'm curious what you have to say Stanley (laughs) I'm gonna take us and the listeners this can be an interactive game for everyone (laughs) (laughs) this is not scripted this is just I have questions and it's just a yes or a no okay interesting and it goes back to what Mawit said, I think, earlier. So we're going to, it's like a little bit of a circle or a loop back. Is it okay? And let's use for the sake of what we were also just talking about, two opposite, um, two opposite, yeah, heterosexual um, friends. Are two heterosexual friends okay to hold hands? Yes or no? Yes. So I'm going to yes. Mawit. Okay, I'll take it. Listen, listen, listen. I heard a lot of caveats, but I was like, okay, just just flat out, yes. Okay. Um, Yes. Yes. Are two um, of those two friends allowed to hug? Yes. Yes. Okay, okay, we're doing good. Gotta give a verbal (laughs) yes, Summer. Sorry, yes. (laughs) I just want to respect people who are in relationships and they do things differently. You know, so I think Mm -hmm. that's the only place where I would be kind of like, is in their relationship, is that that something they're like cool with? But like, um, with the question, I'm just going on the base, like this is fine for both parties. Yes. Yeah, I was about to say, because I think, the caveat on how he's phrasing his questions is like is this possible and not like something that yeah. has to be deemed romantic or sexual for instance and mm-hmm. this is why i wanted that's why we brought up this conversation on intimacy you know like sort of challenging or really engaging with the norms of what the intimacy should look like or has to look or can look like between friends you know so continue stanley thank you are two people um who are heterosexual and um friends out to cuddle. What are we defining as cuddling here? <laughs> what do you define cuddling as? Like, um, like just holding the person, you know, like, you know, like is that the, cuddling to you? I want to take it. What do y'all define as cuddling? Um, I would say like essentially like hugging for a long term or like a long period of time <laughs> I like that. Okay. I, I like that <laughs> like in a sense I don't know it's hard to like explain that but I would say like I think that's where you draw the line because it's like mm. <laughs> we're giving her looks for so yeah, you know, we all we all just we all gave her a stare down I think she... <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'm Do you want us to answer yes hugging. or no? I, I like long-term hugging. If we define cuddling <laughs> as long-term hugging, I would say, if we're using that definition, I would say yes. I feel like cuddling is for, like, relationships in my... Or not relationships, but more, like, more romantic connections. And there is my point. No, I, I think, think, okay... Chere, wait, hold no, on. No, wait, hold on, hold on, because hold on. No. just drawn the line. No, no, but think it, about it. Think about it. Let's let's slow down. Let's slow down before we start drawing lines in sands. And before <laughs> we draw the lines in the sands, Biafra, you gonna tell me if you had a girlfriend right now, if she was up cuddling with some other boy, <laughs> you gonna be okay with that? That's a no. wait, that's that's a that's, you're asking different. Was that's those are <laughs> 
two different scenarios, okay? All right, go back to my first your question. Your question, you're asking, you know, can friends platonically, <laughs> can friends platonically cuddle? And again, I think it's important to emphasize here that people's comfortability with physical touch very widely and look different from relationship to relationship. You know, I don't touch some friends <laughs> and some friends, I, you know, we are very physically close, you know, and it, and it also depends on the people, the two parties involved, you know? So if you have two people who don't like physical touch, why, they're not going to be touching that much, most likely, you know, it's just like, <laughs> whereas if maybe if you have two people who phys where physical touch is their love language, who am I to say that because they're cuddling that now it's a romantic thing. You know, mm. I, I, don't, I don't think I don't I think again, I think that's perception is how it's what we're perceiving and placing onto um, these actions that by themselves do not come with any said, if you do this, it has to be it has to mean why. You know, cuddling by itself doesn't, there's no part of it that's like, okay, you've done this. Oh, you've gone too far now. Y'all are, you're practically dating. I disagree. <laughs> I also, oh. Go ahead, mm -hmm. Go ahead, Go ahead. Okay, okay. I also liked, okay, one of the articles we read was basically, it's, it's platonic if y'all say it's platonic. Listen, I, it's none of my business. I hear, and so I, that, I push back on the wording of allow. Like, I'm not mm. gonna tell you <laughs> that y'all mm. ain't friends. Like, you know, so I yeah. think, I think, again, people have different layers of comfortability. You will not catch me cuddling with none of y'all, you know, because I don't want to be fucked. So <laughs> that's just not for me. Um, but I'm not gonna say if I, if that, ha like that, yeah, so. Ooh. I think it's platonic if you say it's platonic so I'm gonna let you live your best life um but then when another person comes into the picture and y'all have rules with your exclusive exclusivity and all that fun stuff then like okay you may need to renegotiate some things hand holding may not be okay hugging may not be okay you know cuddling may not be okay and what you said like in a relationship like <laughs> so you know so I think it just looks different yeah I agree. And Stanley, I think if, if you change it and were to say, let's say with two guys cuddling, meaning they have to have romantic interest for each other, you know, if the answer is no, then why does that have to, why just because now it's a different, it had a sex with, you know, like, I feel like, you see where I'm going? No, you, you've taken me to Neverland because that will never happen. Two heterosexual men will never cuddle together. You're telling me what, that happened? Yes, my well, guy. Some people. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey, what? I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what you're trying to say. First of all, <laughs> maybe but, I'm lost. Yeah, I'm like, bro, I've I've been I've been on sports teams all my life, and let's just say even if even if I just think about football teams, the various <laughs> football teams I've been on, there's a lot of physical closeness <laughs> between many the guys who. <laughs> I had a sexual, but, you know, so it's like, yeah, you know, a lot of them guys can't get very, you know, cuddly, touchy, feely, all of that. And I'm not talking about, <laughs> I'm not talking about, I'm talking about like chilling. It's a Saturday after, you know, whatever it may be. I'm talking like y'all, you know, it's just you and the boys or whatever, but yes, bro. Had a, like straight men. <laughs> I'm talking about straight men. Cuddly. It, it has happened. I, I've witnessed it. I've seen it. I've, <laughs> I've, <I'm, laughs> <laughs> I guess. Okay. Yeah. Whew. This has been interesting. 
<laughs> Were you gonna say something? Louis? I was, and then I like lost my train of thought. But I think I was like, I guess like I have like cuddled with some friends. Now that I think of it, but it's like, like you said, like it's I'm not I'm really not like a physical touch person. Like I really have to be like really close to you. Like mm. Summer said, like I. I just started hugging people in like high school to be honest but (laughs) um yeah it's like it's how you express yourself and like what level of comfort is there for you and like what other relationships Mm. you're in Mm. but I know Stanley's like nah (laughs) (laughs) Stanley a great way to maybe help you conceptualize is think about different cultures like for instance Arab culture you know just on the continent on African continent and everything like there's a different relationship that exists a different um perception that is uh, not even perception but like for instance in Egypt when I was in Egypt you know when men greet each other you know you give kisses on each side right Mm -hmm. obviously that's something two American men would never do (laughs) you know you see men holding each other's hands you feel me and that is deemed perfectly okay just a sign of your affection for this man so like once I feel like once you start to broaden that and realize a lot of what how we perceive it is also very specific to this American context on what it has to look like or what it means what certain actions mean like it's like absolutely not <laughs> no because and I'm thinking about it the more the more I'm thinking about it, it's like I must be on lonely island because it's just like I when when I when I go back to my question or when I we go back to the point of like two men cuddling boy I did not know that was true but I'm enlightened <laughs> today but um I'm thinking about it in, in, in another sense where it's like if two I, I could more likely see two heterosexual women cuddling without there being feelings attracted to each other but the men I mm, I I'll, we that's maybe thoughts for after the podcast um <laughs> but I'm not, and I don't think I'm thinking of now um I don't know if I should bring it up or if we should kind of like uh do like maybe final thoughts but um my I'm gonna drop this and then y'all take it as it is so is the difference between platonic intimacy and what confines intimacy in platonic relationships and romance and romantic excuse me relationships that's sexual intimacy is that what we're going for because I'm just trying to draw the lines between both and it's kind of like we if you think it's platonic then it, like it, 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 no, it's, so i'm gonna let you go first because i feel like i've been talking a lot you know any if somewhere we if any guys have uh thoughts and ideas on how he's asked well well i was gonna say yep <laughs> i think if y'all agree then this is none of my business <laughs> and i think there may be greater levels of obligation greater levels of expectation in a romantic relationship, um, but I don't know. I feel like if you are an individual, you out here in these streets and both you and the other person have that consent and that mutual understanding that like, this is platonic, there are no other feelings here. Like this is just how we express ourselves and how we express our relationship, then okay, <laughs> do you, you know? And what it what that looks like for me is gonna be real different from what it looks like for somebody who physical touches their thing. Mm. Um, so that's just my personal opinion.
We got anything, Lloyd? I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I feel you. I was going to say that. I think that is probably the problem, Stanley. I feel like the problem you're having is, as you said, it is you're trying to draw a line. And I think in the sense that, again, sort of as Summer said, these things are very fluid. You know, like if intimacy is just closeness, you know, like you can have emotional intimacy, intellectual um, intimacy, physical intimacy with a friend, you know, with a, with a friend, one, let's, you know, platonic intimacy, <laughs> all that with a friend, like, and I think you have it with a lot more of your friends in ways that you probably don't realize. But another also question to ask yourself is, you know, I feel like you very much focus on that physical aspect. Maybe ask yourself, you know, is physical touch one of your dominant love languages? If it's not, it's probably also why you see it as something that you'd only express maybe intimately with a partner in a romantic situation. Whereas for mm-hmm. myself, I know physical touch is like my second one, I think, you know, it was that first one for most of my life. And so it's like hugging people and hand, holding hands, all of that stuff was never, you know, never signified that I, you know, wanted romantic um, feelings, you know, something I would do very generously, you know, give that kind of love very generously to all my friends, men, you know, women, like, you know, whatever, whoever it may be. And so, I definitely, that's why I think I resist so strongly to the idea that, you know, it has to look this way, you know, and hugging or holding hands means X, means Y, like it doesn't have to be. And I think like Summer puts it, it's, it's sort of deep agreement on those two people. And, you know, I'm, I'm debating on adding another step, but I don't want to like, I don't want to throw you for a loop. You might leave the live. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Hello>, wow. <laughs> Like, I get where you're coming from, Stanley. I think, like, like I understand. Because, like, I think, I don't know, it took some time for me to also, because I used to have, like, that mindset, too. Like, this is this, and this is this, and if this happens, like, this is how, like, romantic relationships should be and, like, all that stuff. But I don't know. What are your love languages, by the way? Mm. They also Mine. change. Yeah. They do change. Because that might also, like we offer said, that might be it too. Like, which is why it might be harder to like understand as like an acceptable like form of expression, I guess. I feel like mine, if I remember correctly, the top two were quality time and physical touch. I can't remember. They were physical close. touch was the oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um I mean, I also want to drop something also, but I'm just like, this, I just, this, this topic may, has made me heated. Like, I don't know. It is like, it's late at night and I'm hot. <laughs> how, how are y'all feeling? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm, this, this kind of thing excites me. <laughs> Getting a thrill. <laughs> what's on your what's on your mind now stanley i'm telling you stanley runs these lives with the questions i love the questions and the way the mind works and that's part of the intellectual intimacy i love the way you think nah, no, i love no, the no, questions no, no, you no, ask no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. 
you can't tell me you can't tell me you go around and be like i was intimate emotionally with my friend yesterday no that don't sound you're talking about language you're talking about language and the use of language that's not you're right i would never phrase it like that but i was (laughs) because it does but I would say, I would say that we, like I, like we share an intellectual intimacy. If we were to say very, like, I feel, cl- I have a close, I very familiar with the way you think, you know, I'm very familiar with the way you present your ideas and the way your brain works because we've had a slew of intellectual conversations over, you know, over the last year on so many different topics. And so if, if remember, if we started off with in- intimacy, just being closeness, a familiarity, then like, yeah. I'm very close with your the intellectual side of you, you know, like. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just have to. I'm gonna. Jump. I've been. This question has been on my mind. Go ahead. I'm so go ahead. Go ahead. For, go ahead. The, for somewhere in Maui, I don't usually talk this much, but I have a question. I'm gonna That's ask true. it. It's true. Um, can two friends kiss? <laughs> what like, kind of kiss? What? Yeah, like on the lips on the cheek does it matter yes i just told you well because yeah like in ethiopian culture for example like what biafra said like i like yeah like i greet my like waving and saying hi to you is kissing you on the cheek wow right there wow she said that's the greeting not even just the, that's the greeting that's the like, say hi. hi how are you like, the one left cheek, cheek right cheek. cheek nice little kiss <laughs> <laughs> yes sir Even strangers or like, not strangers but like you know like acquaintances like i see you maybe two or three times a year at like church kiss on the cheek left mm, right mm, mm, <laughs> claim it declare it well we declare it you see right there you guys hear the sound of boundaries being broken <laughs> <laughs> for anyone listening if y'all come up and kiss me i'm gonna have to file a restraining order it's gonna be on site i'm sorry <laughs> i'll be like here's the paperwork sign it and deliver it to the court no i, I don't actually know. enjoyed i enjoyed i enjoyed that aspect of the culture when i was in egypt you know, the greeting of the one wrong. It was just, and it was, they didn't necessarily even do like lips to cheek. It was more just like a side of your head to side of your head. But, you know, even you still, you like even made, you made the sound though. It was like, almost like a, you know, that kind of, and it was just a great, and that was the greeting, bro. That's just, that's how you start off, <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'd also um, say like you, and, and this isn't my scene that, that's none of my like no like mothers who kiss their kids on the lips and that mm. is their form of fathers who and kiss the kids. you know that's that's right so I think <laughs> again I feel like that's that and and there are probably hygienic reasons you, you don't want to just go around <laughs> doing that to just everybody um but <laughs> I think again that's that's just a psychosy and a type of display of affection that like some people engage in and some people do not so mm-hmm. and so, so the one-liner I was avoiding saying in uh in an attempt not to to run you away from this conversation <laughs> was there can be an argument made you know that even sexual intimacy does not can be something 
something that does not have to be confined. Bianca, let me tell you something. You know why? You know why you speaking so soft? Tap on the leave button right now. <laughs> you know why you're talking so soft and so low? Because you don't even believe what you're saying. And you know what? I don't believe it either. So we all on the same page with that one. I can't even. I can't even believe you brought that up. I can't even. <laughs> you. You must think you onto something with that one, but you're not. <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> um wow try all right so let's <laughs> this is this has been a beautiful conversation i feel like we can go on all night uh do anyone have any final thoughts like what is our takeaways maybe from conversation on friendship and intimacy. I think biggest takeaway is like it's fluid, which is why it's so hard to like for I think people to not understand it, but like why there are sometimes like a lot of gray areas, but at the same time, like, um, I don't know I feel like I don't know about y'all but like for quarantine like it's definitely made me like reflect on it more and like has taught me how to like adapt in a way that is um different so like learning different ways to like show up and be a good friend or like learning different ways of like Mm. intimacy too so Mm. Mm. it's definitely been like an important topic because like it's an it's a need like we're human at the end of the day Mm, mm. Summer, do you have any thoughts? I feel like just for myself, I'm thinking about uh, just the importance of communication and <laughs> like communication with myself, communication with others. Um, firstly, knowing my own standards and my own like comfortability um, is super important when thinking about intimacy and like what kind of intimacy I want to engage in and demand in that whole situation. Um, Then also communication with others, because like you said, there's a perception out there, um, especially in Western American culture that we live with, there's a perception, um, just how you're engaging with your friends. And part of that respect piece, I feel like is being honest with one another with like how both of you guys are coming to this and what kind of energy we're bringing. Mm. Um, And so respecting people enough to like, hear their boundaries and come to that place of mutual like okay like this is this is platonic for us um and to go past that is is no longer for me so that's just kind of what I'm thinking about Mm. Mm -hmm. I like that Stanley do you want to go sure um (laughs) um this has been lovely I just before (laughs) I end like y'all have been great I fully have learned so much um taking from what both of y'all said I I'm still struggling with what what like the fluidity that like Moit was talking about I will say like I I don't know whether it's how I was raised or the societal norms that I'm accustomed to I like clean lines like I like to Mm -hmm. know that this means this and that means that and if I see that there's a we need to like address that and then on the addressing part, I, I like what Summer says with the communication and the perception, like 
communicating is super important regardless of whatever whatever relationship you're in um and i'm not gonna knock or say that someone else's former friendship from platonic intimacy is wrong like that is them and i think that's where i have to kind of challenge my own biases and my own perceptions but i will say that i voiced my opinions and i feel like i feel like people can i like i this conversation has really helped me open my eyes and like what this means and like maybe I am maybe a little bit too rigid who knows but um yeah yeah for what say he <laughs> <laughs> um I was um and sort of just thinking of the whole thing like thinking about friendship and intimacy um we sort of didn't get to spend too much time in this one aspect but like you know I guess the question um I'm left thinking about is you know can you have friendship without any intimacy, you know, without some form of intimacy, whether it be emotional, intellectual, you know, it's physical, uh, you know, some type of closeness, because that is clean you know, on friendships, closeness. And ideally you want your friends to be close of some sort in some way, you know, they don't all have to be the same way. They don't have to all serve the same role, but you know, there's a closeness in some regard. And so as you guys have said on, um, beautifully, like, I'm left with the, you know, the fluidity of intimacy, the way in which that it is truly something that can be dictated by ourselves and is very much um, personalized to each and every individual relationship and culture even. And, you know, sort of encouraging folks not to let perception, <laughs> you know, ruin your own reality. You know, like if you feel like that's how you want to express your closeness with your friend, you know, as long as you have that communication piece bit in as summer said you guys are on the same page go ahead you know do y'all like express your love like wh who are we to start bound in love i'm never gonna be the man to do it not i <laughs> so with that we thank you guys for taking your time to be on our podcast our live today thank you so so much <laughs> had a great conversation um for our listeners you enjoyed Rate us, give us some five stars, follow us, follow Shades of Love 3 on Instagram, whatever you got to do, get yourself plugged in, and thank you for listening. Bye. Sir. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>